I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online early, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. If you're on your way to the Apple Harvest in Southington uh, for the fritters, I understand. Um, but feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. So what do we got for news here? Um, one of the things that I'm so excited about, I found this out thanks to a customer of ours, um, is that there are competing broadbands out there finally. And the one I want you guys to take a look at is called Whip City. It's a fiber. It's a fiber service, which is going to be one thousand megabits up and one thousand megabits down. That's a gigabit. Correct. I use the one thousand because it's just you know big. If I said one gigabit, people, oh, what's a gigabit? <laughs> what you have now, most likely in your home, if you're lucky, is fifty to sixty. Megabits. That's fast. I've got twenty five. Yeah. So you're just you're still in the old days here, Bob. But you're happy. I'm happy. Yeah, I don't yeah. have any problems. You're not any problems. So twenty five megabits. So think of it. Twenty five megabits. Now the bandwidth will be one thousand megabits for Whip City. The reason I bring this up is a. It's a competitor to Cox, Comcast, and the big boys. But here's the real reason: the price. If you are able to get Whip City. In your area, which is limited, I'll explain that in a minute. You can pay sixty-nine bucks a month for one thousand megabits of speed. Now that is a game changer. Finally, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer, <laughs> and we need more of this. We need to break up the monopolies that are Cox, Comcast, and these big broadband companies. Now, the Whip City is an electric company. Municipal electricity, like Wallingford has. The folks in Wallingford enjoy the lowest electricity rates in the state. That town is amazing as far as what they've been able to do. And you know my opinion on government and its abilities in general, probably over the many years of listening to the show. So when it comes to what you know, having a municipal entity offer broadband, it may not be the most reliable. Who knows? <laughs> We hope it'll work really well, but the price is right. But this is fiber, too. Fiber, Which right. I believe is more reliable than other means of communication. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. you know, Comcast, Cox, and all those, they're running over fiber until the last mile anyway. Right, then they go back to copper again. Right. So in this case, for, for business use, Whip City offers um, the same gigabits up and down, 1,000 megabits, for 89 bucks. 89 bucks a month to business for 1,000 megabit speeds is awesome. It tells you two things. It tells you, one, 
your current internet provider is ripping us all off. Okay? Ripping us off up to just, just ripping, gouging. It's almost like it's a hurricane and there's no water. They are charging us way too much for broadband if a place like Whip City can give you 1,000 megabits for a business for 89 bucks. Period. And two, we need to get more of this happening in Connecticut, right? This is in Massachusetts. Um, I'll put a link up to Whip City. You can take a look. Look for yourself. <laughs> you're going to be like, you're going to be drooling, but you're not in the area. Uh, I think it's in the Westfield area. I was impressed. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an it's it's an awesome thing. Now, there's not a real big barrier to entry. It has to do with the ability to be on poles. So guys like in Wallingford with their electric company can they they know how to deal with poles. They've got their own poles, uh, and you have to be some sort of power generator. We're going to try to get uh, Whip City online with us and talk about it in the future because I want to hear how you do it because if we can get more and more folks out there doing their own broadband, we will be able to finally crush the the big guys, Cox, Comcast, AT&T, Frontier. There's there's only a few of them. Mm -hmm. If we're all broadband um, providers to ourselves, Well, the only choice we we got now are bad and worse. Right. (laughs) Right. So this is very exciting. I mean, it's coming slowly. Now, obviously, in Connecticut, nothing gets done here well. There'll be some sort of legislative thing that makes this almost impossible uh, because, you know, being revolutionary like we are, we like to hold everything back as much as possible here. Uh, but um, I would hope towns like Wallingford or any municipal entities could look at the Whip City example and look at a new way to bring revenue to your to your utility and bring a great service to your people, as long as you do a good job. I'm hoping you're going to do a good job. Um and uh, it's something that we really need to do to to offer competition and bring that price down, because that's that's all we're missing here in Connecticut or anywhere is competition. The uh, legislators work with their buddies and wall off every everything else, so you you can't bring in competition. Whip City's done it up in Massachusetts, yeah. and, <laughs> and we'll put a link up there for you. So Bob, what did you have for news? Okay. Get back to computers. Well, what are you talking about? That computers. was technology. Yes, absolutely. I wasn't talking about but like I'm making talking specifically French toast. About <laughs> what are you talking Apple about? Apple computers. Yep, yep. They're at risk from flawed updates. Not Apple's. Finds. Really? Apple's your are at Ma- risk? Your Mac should be getting these patches automatically, but may not be. And that could spell trouble. And I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're not bashing Mac. It's just a fact of life. Computers need updates to be secure. Right. And uh, unfortunately, they need a lot of updates. Mm-hmm. These, uh, This firmware, the software that runs it, the operating systems, they're all created by human beings who write code. Mm-hmm. And they, after a while, they have new new things come along, and, and they find flaws right. in the code. So they have to fix the flaws, and that's, how, that, that's what the updates do. Right. So... Uh, if you're not getting your updates, the flaws aren't being fixed. Right. Somebody discovers it, and then the black dark web, the black hats, they figure, I might be able to steal some money from some individual who's not patching, or some company right. that's not patching their computers. Yeah. And so there are a number of uh, Apple computers that may not be getting the updates that they need. Nearly 5% of them. So they're tell- they're saying in this article that, you really need to be uh, updated to the latest version mm-hmm. of their uh, of their uh, 
software, and we'll post a link to this. The firmware. This uh, research was published by Duo Security on Friday. Mm -hmm. I I saw it all sorts of places, and I kept saying, oh, I'm not going to bring it up. Because when I saw it the first time, I was like, eh, they're going to think we're bashing Mac. And then I saw it again, and I saw it again, and I saw it again. I saw it in like three or four different news outlets about this issue. So it's an issue. So out of more than 73,000 Macs reviewed by the researchers... 4.2% 4.2% didn't okay. have the version of firmware that they should have had. Oh, wow, okay. 4.4%. And um, so I'm, tr- I'm kind of trying to jump ahead to it says that uh, according to an Apple Insider, if an update failed and the firmware isn't up to date, users will be asked to send Apple a report. Mm. Affected computers will still be usable. Of course. So um, is there a way to get that update forced to be loaded? Yes, uh, of course you get these uh, things. I'm looking for the version because it says it in the article, and I didn't underline it. So, oh, if you're, <laughs> of the firmware you're looking for, that's okay. Yeah, we'll put a link up there for you. Obviously, Apple users, um, many of you will ignore this because you think you're, you're impervious to any kind of security issue, but you're not. Um, just take a look at this link, and uh, if you have a, an affected machine, try to get that firmware up. Do the update, please. Yeah. Yeah, if it's for your own good. Speaking of Apple, their latest phone came out. Their latest little lighter, little thinner, little faster. Eight hundred dollar Apple iPhone eight came out, and uh, I bring this up because they're just pretty much not. They're still not even caught up to my phone as far as Android's ability for wireless charging. Um, They'll charge you fifty bucks more just to have the ability to charge your phone fast. So wireless charging is now built into the iPhone eight. And uh, just so you know, the the charging started back in 2012, the wi- the wireless charging, with Nokia, and uh, their Lumina 920 phone could do it. Um, most Androids can do it these days, uh, for the past few years of the higher uh, higher end phones. For some strange reason, Apple chose a 7.5 watt charging system, which means it's not as powerful; it's slower. Uh, again, they like to say they're faster, lighter, better, but they're slower than most of the 10-watt wireless charging systems that are out by Android. Why? We have no idea. Uh, other than possibly the cost. Now, this should bother you if you're an Apple fan. They wouldn't put the latest technology in there because of the cost, but they're willing to take $800 plus from you, and they couldn't squeeze in some bigger components to get you that faster charging. Well, if you want the faster charging, I'm guessing you got to wait for the iPhone X, maybe, which will be $1000. <laughs> so it won't be the cheaper model. Yeah, I'm looking to get my wife a new Motorola phone for 250 bucks that'll that'll rival anything out there from Apple. Is it the one that's indestructible that you can drive you, over? You can't drive <laughs> over it, but it's shatterproof and all those fun <laughs> things, and it's going to cost 250 bucks. Um, she's due for an upgrade. She's had her old thing for 4 years. Or longer, um, but the point is, you know, the the latest phone from Apple, of course, still doesn't really even keep up with some of the things that are out there through Android, and it, it, we'll see what happens with the Apple Eight. Just the the diehards will run out there and get it, and uh, that's great. More power to you if you want it. Um, but if you're not getting all the latest and greatest, even to compete with with guys like us with the Androids, what are you really getting? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we'll put a link up here for you as far as explaining that wireless charging uh, different differential. Um, I still plug my phone in. I don't use the wireless charging because I can charge my phone 80% in 20 minutes. I've been able to do that for years. Okay, guys? 
if you want to do that with the iPhone eight, you can get um, with the iPhone eight. You can pay fifty bucks more on top of your eight hundred dollars for the charger, and it'll only get you fifty percent more in twenty minutes. So it's still slower, um, but it's faster, lighter, and whatever. <laughs> we'll see. Screen's better. Oh, the cameras are better. Whatever. Uh, but it is what it is. I'll put it out here for you. Uh, take a look at it for yourself. Uh, anything else you want to bring up, Bob? Well, we actually we have to go to a break. We'll step out for a quick break. We'll get back, back to more of your calls, and we'll talk about technology as well. We have three lines open on this Saturday morning. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and take a look at Whip City. That's coming, baby. I can't wait. Someday here in Connecticut. I mean, we wait for everything. Nothing comes here fast. But if this could happen, I, I think back to Colin McEnroe when he was on the show in, in WTIC talking about – he would also he'd do this bit that would crack me up from Arthur C. Marquardt, the king of steam, having to do with moving that steam power plant, which is in the, which was in the way of the stadium that the Patriots were gonna were kind of pulling a bait and switch on us. And he would have this whole segment on Arthur Arthur C. Marquardt, king of steam, and it was the funniest thing. But that that company still exists in in Hartford, and Hartford's bankrupt. Hey, come on, steam guys, let's do some internet. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Let's do some internet, man. You get all sorts of people. Uh, according to people complaining in Hartford, there's no broadband access in Hartford. You're the king of steam. Bring in some internet, man. Let's go. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We have one line open on this Saturday morning, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Feel free to get online. And we'll do our best to help you out with the computer problems, questions, and concerns. Let's go on to Rick in Nagatuck first. Morning, Rick. Good morning, sir. What's going on? I have a laptop. I'm running out of space on the uh, hard drive. I have uh, I have a software program called Get Folder Size. It just kind of monitors uh, for me periodically. And yeah. I'm running out of – things are getting a little slow, and I really don't want to buy a new PC, so I'd like to put a larger hard drive in on it. In the laptop? I wondered, yeah. Okay. And I'd like to know my ins and outs. I've never done that before, and what should I look out for? All right. How old is the laptop? <laughs> About seven years old. Okay. So the reason I ask that is because mm-hmm. some of the biases won't understand the geometry of the larger hard drives. Okay. So you have to make sure that you can find a drive that will be supported by your drive controller inside that laptop. Um, okay. how, how big is the hard drive now? Um, great question. I forget it. That's okay. Uh, I think it's 256 gig. 256? Is it just a traditional drive? It's not solid state being seven years old. It, I no, suspect. it is an SSD. It is an SSD? Yeah. Oh, it is? Seven-year-old yep. SSD? Yep. Oh, wow. be one of the early ones. One of the early ones. I use a lot of, I do photography stuff with it. Nice. So forth, and it has a nice screen on it. So that's why I'd like to not get rid of this yet. Yeah, no, uh, that's great. Um, well, we have to. you have to go and check to see what SSD drive uh, that that machine will support maybe a 500 will be supported maybe maybe even larger ones but they're going to be expensive well not as expensive as it was seven years ago though uh, so you should be able to get through committee seven years ago that laptop might have been designed to to hold two uh, drives I would check into that really because if it would hold two drives you might be able to put a second drive into it and yeah. increase your capacity okay. that'd be great how, I, how would I look to find out regarding, first off, whether it has the ability for two drives, and second, uh, to research well, the information in terms of getting what appropriate hard drive to get. Like, is there a website? Or yeah, what? well, it's a Dell, you said. So you go to support.dell.com. Oh, okay. 
And then you should have a uh, tag on there. Put on your service tag number. Right, right. And that should bring you right to the page that has everything to do with that model laptop, even though it's kind of old. Seven years, I think they still probably will have the data out there for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you can read the manual. They're going to try to, (laughs) if there's anything, they'll try to sell you an an updated service contract. Don't do that. Don't do that. But you'll you'll see if there's you know abilities to buy components and uh, and you'll be able to read the manual to see if there's any extra slots like Bob is thinking or maybe what optional drives. Now the other problem you're going to have is the operating system. Do you have the disks? I do not. Okay, so it's probably running Windows Seven, or did you upgrade it to ten? No, it is it is, it is running seven, and I do have uh, a backup software that will clone the hard drive. Oh, good. So you could do the clone and plop it on the new drive, whatever size you can get in there, and uh, partition it out maybe or just keep Swap it as it one out. big drive. Yeah, you're going to have the old drive in case something goes horribly wrong. You just pop the old one back in there and you're back up in business. Provided I'm not putting a second one in and keeping the right. first one. Yeah, that'd be great. If the sec- you know, I, I hope that second one idea is, is is available to you. If it is, that's the easiest thing to do. Being, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold your breath. Being that it's a Dell, it probably doesn't have that ability. Mm. But it's worth checking. I mean, Bob's seen it before out there, so have I. So they they do have slots out there for you, but we'll see. But most likely you're going to have to clone it, pop a new drive in there, and I would be surprised if it's going to be bigger than 500, uh, double the size of what you have there. Um, And that's still great for what you're trying to do. And But don't spend too much. If you find yourself having to spend, because it's a Dell part or something specific, uh, you know, 300 bucks, 400 bucks on a hard drive, then you should ask yourself, what's the point? Because there's something else that's going to go on that thing after seven years. The motherboard's going to go. The video card's going to go. Something else is going to go. And to invest too much money into a seven-year-old system, no matter how much you like it, it's a bad idea. So if it's if it's like 200 and under, I guess maybe. Even that I wouldn't spend on a seven-year-old laptop because they just take a beating. Well, at this point, you're basically working day to day. I mean, Right. That's I don't disagree, and that's part of the reason why I'm big on the backup. Um, on, and on that note, when I do, assuming I do go and clone this, is it? I've never done it before, so is it just simply a walkthrough? Of, you know, I'm, I'm going to clone my system over my external hard drive, and then there's a. It, it, how do I then say, okay, now take my external hard drive, clone material, and throw it back onto my new hard drive on the laptop? Well, that's actually the most important part of a backup is to know how to restore. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the most important part. Backing it up. It's great, but to know how to put it back is really where all the, where the rubber hits the road. Uh, yeah, so you'd have your image placed on that hard drive, and there will be instructions if you're using a Cronus or what have you to produce okay. an area to, to plop it back onto the, the uh, new drive. Go ahead, Bob. I think the easiest way to do it is to download a utility. We've uh, linked to it before in the past. Eases, uh has a drive cloning utility, drive What's copy. it called, Eases? Eases, E-A-S-U-S. Okay. We actually use it at Tab. Sure, it's, sure. Uh, it's free probably. And I've been using it for years. And what it'll do, it'll do a bit-by-bit bit copy of the hard drive mm-hmm. and extend it out. So it, it'll uh, you locate the old drive, which you can tell by the size. It'll locate the new size, and it'll ask you, do you want to copy this drive to, you know, select the drive. Right. So, you know, and what I would do is uh, get a USB adapter. It's not that expensive. Right. And uh, plug it in. It'll see both drives. You do the copy. 
then uh, you know it'll tell you to to uh, reboot. You you know basically you don't need to reboot. You disconnect that drive. Right. Pull the old drive out, put the new drive in, and boot it up. Mm-hmm. You follow that, Rick? I think so. The, <laughs> when, he, when he goes with the USB, so I guess where my confusion is, I already have an external hard drive. Well, he wants you to he wants you to clone it to the new drive. You're going to convert that new internal drive into a USB drive. So skip the middleman. He wants you to to convert it right to that drive. Well, it'll save you a few hours of work. Yeah, you're, you're going to turn it into a USB. Hang on one sec. Can you hold over the news? Of course. All right, because we want to get make sure you know what you're doing. Hang on. Sure. We'll try to help out Rick, Danny, and John. Hang on. One line open for you. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And if you're in Whip City's area out there in Westfield, let me know if you're going to be converting Pause. over to 1,000 <laughs> megabit speeds for as low as 69 bucks a month. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. One line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And if you're listening in Westfield, Mass., we're jealous. Because <laughs> you're going to have access to 1,000 megabits of speed for 69 bucks a month, thanks to Whip City. Jump on it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, let's go back to Rick and try to explain what the heck we were talking about there. You there, Rick? Yes, sir. All right, so what Bob was trying to explain was... When you find out what size drive you can put in that laptop, instead of doing your copy to a USB external drive you might already have, he wants you to take that drive that you just purchased and convert it into a temporary USB drive. Oh, okay. And do the backup to it, or that way your image is already ready to go. You don't have to do it twice, you just do it once. We try to do everything as fast as we can when it comes to IT. We don't have, we don't have time to mess around. And so Bob's gotcha. skipping that middle, that middle backup piece. And then you just plop it in your machine, unconvert it from being a USB back, plop it in your laptop and uh, boot up under it. And if all goes well. And there's instructions with the utility that explains how to do that. We put a link up there for you. It's not free anymore, right, Bob? No. It used to be free for the home version. Yeah. But now it's $19.90. But it's still well worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's fine. Okay. I guess my last related question with this, and it is related, and that is part of my resistance to wanting to uh, get another uh, unupdated uh, PC, and that is I'm a traditionalist, but I really like the desktop view of Windows 7, and I do not like the Windows 10 desktop view with the app concept. I I think that computers have programs, not apps. My phone has an app. My computer has programs. Sure, sure. It's just semantics, I know. But the point is, does Windows 10 have the an option within it to convert it to an older view? Yeah, you can download a utility that's free. That's called Classic Shell. We can put a okay. link up to that as well. It'll look like Windows right. 7. Nice. So yes, nice. you can you can still be a Windows 7 person as long as you want, Rick. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> if only my wife would know that. Okay. <laughs> All right, right, gentlemen. Thanks Thanks. an awful lot. You got it. You got it. Good luck. Bye. 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 All right. So Rick's on his way. I did have to bring this up too. That we as part of our news. But I was so excited about Whip City. Deloitte. They used to be Deloitte and Touche, but they're just called Deloitte now. One of the big four. We used to have big six, but didn't Anderson have a little issue? Well, whatever. Um, But Deloitte, one of the big four providers of professional service. 
professional services having to deal with uh, large companies. Um, they would do all their cybersecurity audits for folks. You know, if you're a if you're a business out there, you get Deloitte in there to come in and do a cybersecurity audit. Well, they happen to put all sorts of stuff out there on the Microsoft Azure cloud, and it was not properly pa- uh, patched or secured. So they found that 244,000 uh, staff members at Deloitte uh, had all this information out there and is now exposed. Hey, thanks, guys. Um, now, the uh, the irony, obviously, is that Deloitte offers a cybersecurity audit and services to its customers, which of which now their information is exposed uh, on this Microsoft Azure cloud. I'll put a link up here for you. Take a look at it from Forbes. There's plenty of articles on this, um, but it's beyond embarrassing for a company who actually offers those cybersecurity audits to actually... I would tell you guys to stop putting your stuff on the cloud, but you've heard me say that enough. Uh, clearly, somebody is not paying attention. And I, again, I think everyone assumes that when you put it out on somebody else's cloud, somebody else is protecting it for you. But you can give I can give you example after example after example after example that they're not. They assume you are. So both sides are assuming, and you know what that does, right, Bob? Well, we won't get into that. <laughs> And here's what you end up with, Deloitte, with all their stuff exposed. So I'll put a link up there for you guys to read that from Forbes. And uh, it's got to stop. Come on, people. Maybe think twice before you stick it out in the cloud. Well, if you do put stuff out in the cloud, maybe you should encrypt it first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's get back to your calls here. We're going to go to our resident groupie, Danny. I can't believe he's got Wi-Fi issues again. Danny, you still there? I fixed it. Oh, good. But I have other issues. Oh. Did we help you with the fix? Uh, well, you know what I did? I went into my settings and stuff, and um, I just put in the password again. Yeah. And it um, it, it oh. reconnected. Okay, so you lost your password. I got a, by speaking of speed, I've got 144 megabits. That's great. With D, um, We have DSL here. Well, you're not getting 144 megabits for your internet speed. That's probably your connection to your Wi-Fi. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, okay. do a speed test. Go to Xfinity speed test, Yeah. and you'll see what your broadband speed is. Okay. Well, here's the other thing. Yeah. Um, since I've been using my new tablet a lot more, I yeah. decided to go to the little icon that says Internet on my Galaxy. All right. And it says, you know, you've got to sign in and register and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I did, hadn't done that, and I hit a little... Um, menu bar and it, these things came down and I tapped on AOL. All right. And now I can't get out of AOL. <laughs> oh boy. We get and, and I never signed in or anything. It's just I have AOL and I've got all these, you know, options for mail search. I even have to join and sign in, which I never did, but I can't get out of AOL to register just to use like uh, open free range uh, internet. <laughs> You should download um, Chrome from the Play I have, Store. Well, no, I have Chrome. I use Chrome all the time. Oh, I'm not sure where you are then to cause this issue. You should be able to hit the little square on the bottom of the tablet. It'll bring up all the apps that you've somehow gotten into, and you can click right? clear. You can click clear all, and that'll get you all the apps that you've opened will close. Okay, so that the the AOL thing because I went through the apps and I didn't see it. They're all listed alphabetically. Then you don't have an app. Maybe you browse to it using an internal browser, but you just want to browse using the little beach ball, the Chrome 
browser. Right, which is what I always do, but okay. I just thought for, like, uh, you know, alternatives since Google, they talk about Google skews things so much. I thought I'd try the other Internet. Which... Oh, you can still search differently. Uh, you can use the Chrome and then use Yahoo or Bing yeah. uh, for other searches. And, right. yes, they do. Google does have – there are some articles that we consider bringing up where you can do searches under Google and not quite get the same things that you'd get with other searches. So, yes, they yeah. do skew things. Hey, I don't know if you remember. A while ago I told you that there used to be pictures, if you put my name in and put images, there were pictures of me on the Internet. Yeah. That's that everybody has back. that. And then all of a sudden they're all gone. Huh. Now, there used to be, if you put in my name, um, I have an unusual name, and my name used to be the first name that came up mm -hmm. and uh, some information about me. Yeah. Now, that is like gone and back to the eighth page and all the other things that used to be right behind me yeah, are, gone. are still on the same yeah. page huh? in the same order, but I'm back eight pages. Does that happen by accident? It just happens based on more and more uh, folks whose data is becoming searchable. More more. The algorithm that uh, Google uses, for the most part, if you don't register and pay them, yeah. uh, then it's based on how fresh your information is. So if you're constantly updating your information, mm -hmm. you'll get higher to the top. Right. So yeah. if you just put it on there and you never change it, you've been around the block a while. You're going to be dropping. Yeah, but yeah, no, this is like a 40-year-old article, and I, I never put it on there, or I never refreshed it, or anything. No, it's just there. Yeah, it was just there. If people people should do that, they should Google their names and see what comes up. You'd be surprised. I mean, I was surprised. I was getting my hair one cut one day, and the 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 girl, the lady in the place said, "She goes, oh my God, is this you?" And Weird. I was like, yeah. So she searched your name. Your name is yeah, that well, unique. I was getting a haircut by one of the other girls in the salon, huh. and this article was there. Huh. And it had been there forever, and I always just like jokingly always used to look, and it was always. Like, I felt famous. I was the first one that came up. Yeah. And now I'm not famous anymore. Uh, I know, man. The internet just keeps on changing. Okay, man. Thanks a lot. You got it. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, you should definitely Google yourself to see where you stand. It'll, well, it'll freak you is... out. And if the images are not quite what you're looking for. You can... <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is there may be other people out there with the same name as you. Oh, yeah. There you are. Know? And you have to hope that none of them have a criminal record. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah. So uh, we're going to step out for a quick break, break if I could say that. Uh, we have three lines wide open, 1-800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. Feel free to get online. The lines do usually jam up uh, pretty soon as far as the 10 o'clock hour goes. So if you've had uh, a need to get online, you can right now, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And if you're in Westfield, Mass., I know our signal reaches that way. It's a 50,000-watt news talk station. Take a look at Whip City. <laughs> They're going to get you fiber for fiber speeds, 1,000 megabits for $69 a month. And if that doesn't tell you that our current ISPs are ripping us off like crazy... I don't know what does. And if you have Whip City, call us and tell us what you think. <laughs> are you enjoying it? I'm sure you are. Let's go to uh, John in East Longmeadow. Hey, John. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, you guys were talking a little bit earlier about the uh, $800, $900 iPhones. I, I'm talking about the other end of the spectrum. I've got a uh, uh, Samsung yep. uh, smartphone. 
uh, it's only got eight gigabytes of uh, of internal memory, and I'm getting a message that there's not enough free memory to yeah to uh, you know do the updates that it wants to do. And I was able to move some of the apps, but all of the other ones that are there, you know, I, I have a 32 gigabyte uh, you know uh, chip in there to oh. to, uh, to to do it. I could I could only move a few of the of the apps mm-hmm. uh, over, and I I've uh, I, I, I did something. I, I uninstalled one or two things. I was able to install some of the apps, some of the updates. Uh, but there's three or four that still need more memory than yeah. what I've made available. How do I how do I take uh, make use of that 32 gigabyte uh, external you know chip? Yeah, well the key is there exactly like you said. You try to move it over or move it off. Uh, but you really can only do what you can do, and some of these apps want to sit on the primary, and right. some of them will be are movable. Uh, the, the the removable chip really is designed for data, uh, pictures, music, things that you might pop out and then pop into a different phone down the line. Um, so if you can clean up more of your apps, eight gigs is quite small. How old is this phone now? Uh, it, well, we've only had we just bought it uh, three four months ago. It's a, it's a uh, you know. Prepaid, uh, it's a Samsung J3, I think it is. It's, oh, it's not a no. Yeah, it's pretty small. We got that. Yeah. For, I think we got that for a buck for my son, for him to get on. Uh, they are again. That's we try to keep it as cheap as possible as well, uh, so nobody's paying any real crazy money for phones besides a crazy bill. Um, but uh, that J that J model is kind of limited. All you can do is what you have been doing, which is eliminate you know, as much apps as you can. I would clear your your texting, uh, do anything you can to, to free up space. But there's no rhyme or reason necessarily to where you can place certain apps on the phone. And uh, we can put a link up here uh, to see if there's a tool you can use or, or a guide that you can try to use to affect that. But 8 gigs is pretty small. I I. I... I did some research, and I, I, in a couple of places, I, I it sounds kind of complicated to do, but there's a way of you get a you got to get a faster chip. You put it in, take the, the, the 32 gigabyte one I have out, and put in a, a form 10 or a 10 speed, or it, it's it's, a, it's the fastest one available. And there's a there's an app or something that costs 10 bucks, I guess it is, that will treat that external uh, uh. chip as part of the internal memory. Okay, so then you're kind of hacking the phone a little bit. Yeah, so I, I mean, and it sounds, sounded kind of complicated to me, and I just want to know what... Uh, well, I, I wouldn't do it personally because I want, my fo- I want my phone to work. Yeah, I understand. And you, anytime you do any kind of hacking, you may have to, quote-unquote, jailbreak or modify the ability of the operating system to control you. Yeah. And that, you know... Yeah. If you're not a geek, I mean, we, you know, geeks might do exactly what you're saying, and they might just go ahead and hack it. But you don't want your phone to not work anymore after you've done this, and uh, I'd be very cautious about that. So either you've got too many apps on there, John, you have to remove some. I've I've, I've tried doing that. Some of the, uh, oh, there's there's a lot that are that come with the I know. You know, with the Android system that I won't know. go anywhere. You can't you, you can disable them, but you can't uninstall them. No, I know, I know. It's a little limiting, and that is kind of the planned obsolescence of these systems. It happens in all brands and makes and models. There's certain limits, and then the updates can't occur. And this is an operating system update, right? You can't get beyond. Um, you can't get. Uh, it well, to... I actually had this problem a couple of weeks ago for the operating system, and, and I was able to move and, and get rid of uh, stuff in it. The operating system, but now these are like seven or eight different apps that want to be updated, and. Uh, 
There's no room. No, no room for three of them. I, I did them one at a time instead of all at once, and, and you know, the single ones seem to work fine, And uh, but yeah. a couple of bigger ones that apparently don't have enough yeah. to download or whatever. You just might have the wrong tool for the job, for what uh, you're using it for, you know. Okay, well, I guess maybe my wife might be in the, in line for a there you go. new phone. Don't tell her why she's getting one. Well, she knows already. Oh, all right. Well, yes, you have to be honest when you're dealing with the committee, but sometimes you say, hey, surprise. <laughs> just, uh, around, they, here, around here, she's called officer in charge. Yeah, I understand. Okay. I can, I can Thank you. All right, John. Have a good one. You bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. It is frustrating when it comes to these phones. I, I do the same thing. Uh, in my family, I, I encourage all of my sons and my, and my wife and everybody to, get, and to hold their technology as long as they can and buy the least expensive technology because that's the idea. You want a return on your investment. If it, you can stand right next to a guy with an Apple 10, and guess what? You can make a phone call. <laughs> oh, and guess what? You can use Facebook. Oh, and, and you can take a picture. And you can listen to music for a whole lot less, and you actually have more in your pocket. Um, so, But you got to be careful if you buy something a little too small based on your usage. So those little those Samsung Jave uh, version there, I've got a son who's a little cranky about that phone as well. But it only cost a buck. And if I'm paying forty bucks a month for the darn connection, I'm not, you know, I'm not encouraging him to spend any more than a buck on a phone. Well, if he wants a better phone, he can yeah. dish it out well, of his own. He's money. a college student, so they don't have anything to dish out. <laughs> They're just pure expense. But um, the point is, there are plenty of great phones out there. The one that I'm looking at for my wife is a Motorola G5 or something like that. Super high power, fast, two hundred fifty bucks. You pay for it once. And you're not paying that monthly cost to pay off the phone over a bunch of years. Um, it has all the technology you'd ever want in a phone, but it's only two hundred fifty dollars. You can get it through, from Amazon, and it's it's open. It's an open chip, so you can use any carrier: Verizon, T-Mobile, AT and T. That's the kind of thing that I think is the best way to go when it comes to leveraging technology. If, if you're not going to know the difference, why spend so much money? You know, that's kind of our job when it comes to what we do for our customers as well. So we're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Four lines wide open on this Saturday morning. Maybe you're all eating apple fritters in Southington, and that's great. But if you've ever wanted to get online, feel free to do so. We have lines are wide open. If you're in the Westfield area, I know we reach out there, and you're, you've heard of Whip City or you're thinking about going to Whip City Fiber, 1,000 megabits for $89 for business or $69 for home. We have over 400 businesses that we support in our client base. This little shop in Westfield has the fastest and cheapest connection of all 400 plus businesses that we support because of Whip City Fiber. It's an amazing thing, and I cannot wait until it gets down here to Connecticut. Please come soon. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 